Psalm chapters 120 through 124. Psalm chapter 120. This is one of the 14 chapters that are in the Psalms of Ascent. These are songs that the Levites would sing while they were ascending up to the temple because it had steps. So on each step they would sing a song. Chapter 120 is the song that they would sing on the first step, out of all 14 steps. 1. A Song of Ascents Unto Jehovah in my distress I have called, and he answereth me. The Lord does answer us, not always right away because sometimes he is testing our faith, but he always answers. 2. O Jehovah, deliver my soul from a lying lip, from a deceitful tongue. Everything that Satan says is a lie, and all of the demons lie too. Whenever you have a thought in your head or a voice in your mind that is saying something that contradicts the Bible, it is definitely the voice of a demon, and we are to rebuke those demons and send them away whenever they speak lies to us. We want to be delivered from lies because it's lies from the demons that cause people to go into sin because they get really desperate. They feel like their back is against the wall and they have to sin in order to get their needs met. But those demons are lying. You really don't need the things that the demons say that you need. What really changed in my life after I became born again was nothing on the outside. The essentials are still the same. I'm still single. I still live in an apartment. I still have a dog. I still work full time. All of the basics have never changed since I became born again, but my perspective changed. And now I have freedom, joy, peace, and purpose. But before I was born again, with all the same factors, I was miserable, depressed. I hated myself and all of that. So it's the voices that mess us up. It isn't really our circumstances in life. The circumstances are irrelevant. And that's why we need to be saved from lying lips. 3. What doth he give to thee, and what doth he add to thee, O deceitful tongue? And our own tongue can be deceitful as well. And it doesn't do us or anybody any good when we say things that aren't true. Sometimes we have good intentions, but what we're speaking isn't the truth. So we need to make sure that we're speaking the words that are in the Bible. For sharp arrows of a mighty one with broom coals. This is talking about the hateful words that demons speak to us. They're like flaming arrows coming at us. But it's only if we believe what they're saying that we can get injured by those words and those thoughts. So it's really important to rebuke Satan. 5. Woe to me, for I have inhabited Mesek. I have dwelt with tents of Kedar. The singer is saying that he has lived with the pagans, and living with pagans is no fun, because they don't have any joy or peace in their lives. They're hedonistic, selfish, and aggressive. You and I have also lived with the pagans in the sense that we have lived lives of sin, where we had a lot of people in our life who didn't care about us and caused us lots of harm. 6. Too much hath my soul dwelt with him who is hating peace. When we lived in sin, we hung out with people who hated peace, and that brought us down. 7. I am peace, and when I speak, they are for war. And now it's talking about how a Christian wants peace, which is not hurting people. But those who aren't saved 
want to make a war against others, which is taking advantage, being opportunistic, telling lies, being hateful and cold and unloving. This song was about being in distress in this world, but we can always turn to our Savior for comfort, guidance, and help. And that concludes Psalm chapter 120. Psalm chapter 121, a song of ascents. This is the song that the Jews would sing when they were on step two. I lift up mine eyes unto the hills, whence doth my help come? Our help comes from above, that's why it says he's lifting his eyes up to the hills. The Bible often says that the Lord's throne is on a hill. It symbolizes that God is up very, very high above us. 2. My help is from Jehovah, maker of heaven and earth. Because he made heaven and earth, he is above heaven and earth. 3. He suffereth not thy foot to be moved, thy preserver slumbereth not. The Lord never sleeps. Demon gods are constantly sleeping because they're not even real or alive, but the Lord never sleeps. 4. Lo, he slumbereth not, nor sleepeth, he who is preserving Israel. We can always depend on him. 5. Jehovah is thy preserver, Jehovah is thy shade on thy right hand. This chapter is talking about him being a preserver of Israel and keeping Israel. He preserves me in the faith, because if I fall out of the faith, I'll fall back into sin. And the Lord provides us shade. 6. By day the sun doth not smite thee, nor the moon by night. You wouldn't think that the light of the moon would hurt a person. However, the movements of the moon could cause a little bit of distress, probably because of the magnetic poles being affected on Earth and stuff like that. But sometimes, like during a full moon or a close moon, it makes people closer to sickness or weakness sometimes. 7. Jehovah preserveth thee from all evil. He doth preserve thy soul. The first chapter of this song of ascents was about being in distress. Now the second chapter, or the second song, is about the Lord preserving us and keeping us. 8. Jehovah preserveth thy going out and thy coming in from henceforth even unto the age. He will preserve us forever, wherever we go, as long as we walk in him and he is in us. And that concludes Psalm chapter 121. Psalm chapter 122. This is the third song of ascent that is to be sung when you're on the third step to the temple. Verse 1. A Song of Ascents by David. I have rejoiced in those saying to me, To the house of Jehovah we go. So now it's a song of joy that they're going up to the Lord's house. 2. Our feet have been standing in thy gates, O Jerusalem. They've waited at the gates. When we enter heaven, we will enter through gates, and the gates of Jerusalem symbolize the gates of heaven. That's why there's twelve gates of Jerusalem, and there's twelve gates to heaven. Each gate represents a tribe. Jerusalem, the builded one, is a city that is joined to itself together. Jerusalem was built by God, literally, and heaven is built by God. And it joins itself together, and it joins everybody who enters heaven together will all be in one family. For, for thither have tribes gone up, tribes of Jah, companies of Israel, to give thanks to the name of Jehovah. Jah is a nickname for Jehovah, and Jehovah is a derivation of YHWH. 
they invented a word, Yahweh, to symbolize YHWH, and YHWH was a representation that God gave Moses of his name, but it's not really his name, it's just a representation. So Jehovah is a derivation of a representation. But it says, the tribes have gone up to the gates. In heaven, there will be twelve tribes. The same twelve tribes of Israel that have always existed, they will exist in heaven. And when you enter the gates of heaven, you will go through one of the pearly gates, and it will have the name of a tribe on top of it. And this, to me, is going to be fun to see who goes into what gate. I can't wait to find out which gate I'm going into. The Bible doesn't say this, but my assumption is that each of us will be assigned a tribe that we have been grafted into when we go to heaven. 5. For there have sat thrones of judgment, thrones of the house of David. The king is the top judge of Israel, but there's also other elders under him that can judge, including Levites and other people. 4. Ask ye the peace of Jerusalem. At rest are those loving thee. The Lord has a throne, and what his throne is for is judgment. And part of his judgment is helping the weak, the sick, and the needy, and the poor. So whenever you need help, definitely pray and ask the Lord for help. That's the same thing as going to his throne for judgment. That's what the poor always did with their king in Israel. If they needed help, they went to his throne and they asked him to judge on their behalf. And they presented their case before him. That's one of the things that prayer is all about. We present our case to King Jesus, who's up on his throne, and we ask him to help us. That's the whole purpose of praying. 6. Ask ye the peace of Jerusalem. At rest are those loving thee. Now the peace of Jerusalem means that the people are saved by the Lord, and they can't be saved unless they're forgiven. So peace is all about forgiveness. Peace between God and man is when the Lord forgives us. And that's why Jesus came to give us peace. The angels said, peace on earth, because they were saying, now your Savior has come so that you can be forgiven. 7. Peace is in thy bulwark, rest in thy high places. His throne room has bulwarks of peace. His house is built with peace. Peace can only come from God because he's the only one who can forgive. 8. For the sake of my brethren and my companions, let me speak, I pray thee, peace be in thee. For the sake of everybody we know, we pray that they will have peace with God, that they will repent of their sins and he will forgive them. And when we speak peace to people, we are teaching people how to repent so that they can be forgiven by the Lord. 9. For the sake of the house of Jehovah our God, I seek good for thee. When we pray for others and share our testimony and the gospel with them, we are seeking their good because we want them to have peace with the Lord. So in the last chapter, the Lord was our preserver, and in this chapter, he brings us peace. And that concludes Psalm chapter 122. Psalm chapter 123. This is the fourth song in the Song of Ascents, so it would be sung when you're on the fourth step of the temple. A Song of Ascents. Unto thee I have lifted up mine eyes, O dweller in the heavens. The dweller in the heavens is God. And we look up because he's up there. That's why people raise their hands to heaven when they pray and they look up. 2. Lo, as eyes of men servants are unto the hand of their masters, 
as eyes of a maidservant are unto the hand of her mistress, so are our eyes unto Jehovah our God, till that he doth favor us. Your servant or your butler or your maid is looking to make you as comfortable as possible, and your attache, they're looking to take care of your every need. In America, you could think of it as a caddy to a golfer, or in medieval times, it would be a squire to a knight. Anybody who is your second or your right-hand man, that is like a servant to you because they will do anything to help you be a success and be successful. Well, that's how we want to be with the Lord. We want to look to him just as if we are his maid or his butler or his servant or his caddy or anything. It's also the same way that a dog looks to its master. The dog just will do anything to please its master. That's our attitude with the Lord. He wants more people in heaven, and since we'll do anything to please him, we want to share the good news with people so that they can get saved and help make heaven full. 3. Favor us, O Jehovah, favor us, for greatly have we been filled with contempt. The world hates us, but the Lord loves us, and we want his favor, because the world is sometimes out to get us, in case you haven't noticed. So we need the Lord's favor very, very much. 4. Greatly hath our soul been filled with the scorning of the easy ones, with the contempt of the arrogant. Easy ones are people who want to live life the easy way. They just want to have what they want to have, and they want to have it now, and they don't care what God's law is. And arrogant people are proud people who are too proud to follow God's commands. They think that they're above God's laws, and that they're better than God's laws. So they just don't obey Him. Those are the kind of people who want to give us a bad day because they want to take advantage of us, abuse us, squeeze us dry, and get everything they can out of us. That's why we need the Lord to look after us, because we are his servants. And that concludes Psalm chapter 123. Psalm chapter 124. This is the fifth song of ascent, so it is sung when you're on step five. What fun this would be to be going up steps with a whole bunch of people one by one and everybody singing a song according to what step he or she is on. And other people might be ahead of you singing a different song at the same time. Verse 1. A Song of Ascents by David. David specifically wrote this one. For Save for Jehovah who hath been for us. Pray, let Israel say. Let Israel pray and let Israel say that Jehovah will save us. 2. Save for Jehovah, who hath been for us in the rising up of man against us. The world is definitely against us at times, but the Lord is always for us because we obey him and we are his servants. So we don't have to worry about what the world does against us. 3. Then alive they had swallowed us up in the burning of their anger against us. The politicians make laws all the time that are against Christians. Industries have rules that aren't good for Christians, and businesses have rules that aren't good for Christians. But the Lord is for us because we're doing His works, and He will make sure that His works get accomplished no matter how many setbacks are put in our way. The Lord will still enable us to share the gospel and share our testimony with others. A lot of Christians think that the Lord just wants to help us to have a good life. No, that's not His plan. His plan is that His kingdom increases 
what he's going to help us do is spread the gospel, not get wealthy. For then the waters had overflowed us, the stream passed over our soul. Five, then passed over our soul had the proud waters. Even when a flood of waters, or in other words, a flood of chaos and disaster comes into your life, even when you're drowning in disaster, which sometimes happens, the Lord is there. He's there to save. You might face financial hardships and social hardships, family hardships, accidents, illnesses, but the Lord is there through all of it. Six, Blessed is Jehovah who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. It says, Bless the Lord because he didn't allow the world to eat us and consume us. 7. Our soul is a bird hath escaped from a snare of fowlers. The snare was broken and we have escaped. That happens so many times to Christians. Satan comes to attack Christians and they escape just like a bird escaping. This is a metaphor. There's been times where Satan tried to kill me and tried to kill you. A near drowning or a car accident or a serious illness. There's times where Satan really tried to take us down, but we escaped, just like a bird escaping out of a net, and it was the Lord who got us out. 8. Our help is in the name of Jehovah, maker of the heavens and earth. There are cult churches who read this and they think that if help is in the name of Jehovah, Jehovah is the only word that you can ever call God. But clearly that isn't true because the Bible calls God God and Lord and the Father. He has many names in the Bible. He's also called Adonai and Emmanuel and all kinds of things. He's also called Jehovah Jireh. The Lord has so many names in the Bible, so there isn't any one name that is the only word that you can use to refer to the Lord. And besides, Jehovah was never his name. It's a derivation of a derivation of an interpretation of his name. His name cannot be pronounced. Nobody actually knows what his literal name is. But the demons know who we're talking about when we say Jehovah or God or Lord or Jesus. They know exactly who we're talking about. And the Lord does too. In the name means in the spirit of. So when we pray in the true spirit of God, that's when he answers. He doesn't answer because we're following some formulaic rule. But there are many cults in the world today who insist that you can only use one name for God. And even the apostles and Jesus himself didn't just use one name for God. And that concludes Psalm chapter 124.
Levites.